Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. And I suppose we're talking about... We're going to talk to a relationship expert about whether or not we should continue doing the show, Saoirse. <laughs> oh, I just feel so sorry for you. And I do feel bad. I told you already, I wish I had given you a hug last night. But the evil in me said no. The show must continue. And the plans will be... New plans will be coming. But anyway, we have talked about this a few times before. And you can let us know tonight what you think uh, What you think the right position to do here is. If you found himself or herself with somebody else cheating, do you just burn your bridges and do you just run away and just start the same problems again in a new relationship? Or is it ever sal- salvageable? If you're asking me personally, I have aired my views on this many times <laughs> and I do not tolerate cheating. And I am really strange in the sense that I can literally be completely in love one day. If someone hurts me, the next day I will never look back. Honestly, see, I just shut see, up. Sir, sir, mm. That's what I thought happened yesterday. <laughs> it did. I just thought it was you were you were game over and it was like, okay, this prank went a little bit too far and that that she was you were done, you were dusted, you were leaving. But um let's get a, an expert's opinion on this. You can WhatsApp us in by the way, oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four. Are you ever have you ever forgiven um, your other half for kind of playing away from home? And has it ever worked out? Joining us now is a uh, relationship expert, Dr. Tony Ortega. Doctor, how are you this evening? I am doing wonderful. How are you guys? Well, we're okay. We've been through the mill a little bit. Um we were in the middle of a prank war and yesterday it culminated in me putting in a fake ad in one of our national newspapers with Saoirse's face on it for a hemorrhoid cream uh, and I thought she'd see the funny side of it but then she reverse pranked me and then made me think as if she was really mad and got the boss to call me and pretend as if I was fired but then that was all a joke as well so it's been a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions doctor I'm, I'm emotionally drained this evening. I feel great doctor I've never had a better day in my life well I have a spot on the couch for whoever wants it oh I need the whole thing I need to lie down you better have a nice long one where I can put my feet up and just, just as I said, I just felt like I needed a cry this morning. That's what I needed. After oh, all of this up I, and down, I was like, going to the toilet I'm and have all a cry yours. <laughs> I, will, I will clear my calendar. <laughs> I, think we'll, I think we'll definitely need it. But um, doctor, you've obviously, you've been working with individuals and couples for numerous, numerous years and you've probably come across this time and time again, but I suppose it's the age-old question. Is a relationship salvageable if you've been cheating and should you, like, come clean if you've been a little bit bold? It's, it's not an easy question to answer because there are so many factors involved. I look at both sides always because I want to give a fair and objective opinion 
you know, when you're looking at the cheater, you need to look at the person. You know, you got you got the type of cheater that cheats because it's almost like a characterological thing built into them. It's almost like like a sociopath, almost. Not to that degree. I know I'm using strong words, but it's just built in them, and they're going to do it and likely have no remorse. And if they do come clean, they'll blame the partner. Oh, you have so those, it's like I've a seen, reverse a reverse psychology kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, almost almost in in, in line with like a gaslighting. What, what, why mm. would they blame the partner? Well, because you know individuals uh, with this kind of like personality makeup just don't assume any responsibility for their own action. So they have to blame the other person. They have to blame other people. Listen, we're seeing that in world politics right now, yeah. where uh, certain people who will remain nameless take absolutely no responsibility for what they do, yet blame other people. And it's like, look over there, kind of attitude. Yeah. And, and that's what you see with some people who, you know, who are, are cheaters. And I, honestly, you know, be, I would probably not recommend you staying with this type of person. Now, I have been with that type of person. They haven't cheated on me, but any time they treated me like S-H-I-T, it was because if you were more like this type of person or if you did this, I wouldn't have acted like that. So, of course, I said goodbye to that person. But that is a narcissist, really, isn't it? Absolutely. It looks like we dated the same person, by the way. Yeah, you know, it's it that is you know uh, the element of narcissism and and you know I'll use the term gaslighting again where the individual will say no it's not my fault no what you're thinking is wrong it's something wrong about you it's something wrong with what you're doing and anytime you're in any kind of situation whether it involves cheating or not Mary get out just get mm-hmm. out. Um, so when, in those situations, obviously it's probably unsalvageable and there's other issues going on at play there as opposed to just to the infidelities, but like, is, is, there, ever a, is there ever a time when it's going to be appropriate to say, sorry, honey, I, I may have slept with your best friend, but I think we can work this out? <laughs> Ouch. I personally would be like, uh, peace out. I would be out of there. But, you know, I, I'm of the belief that when we engage in any kind of behavior, if we don't come clean with that, that behavior is going to continue because we're human beings and there's a certain little mechanism inside of us that if we got away with it once we're going to want to get away with it again we're going to want to get to you know do it again it's kind of like almost like how um folks with substance abuse issues it's like oh okay it wasn't so bad this time let me do it again because there was a nice rush that first time yeah definitely um i mean there is coming clean but i just kind of feel well for me i am many things but the one thing i can hold my hand up and say is that i'm loyal to the end like if I'm with somebody I would never cheat because I respect the person so I Mm -hmm. expect the same back so if they cheated on me that is my self-respect out the window if I stay with them if I stay in a relationship where they're going to treat me like that and think that they can get away with it surely you know for your own self-esteem you should leave no you know again you know it all depends there is like listen personally I'm with you there you know I I I know how I'm built I know how I'm I'm wired. I know that I would have an extremely difficult time putting my faith and trust in that person again because that is my number one thing. I communicate that on the first date. That is the number one thing I don't tolerate. Yeah. Now, we also have to consider also other factors is, you know, are there children involved? Some couples stay together because of financial reasons. And, you know, hey, what if the person who cheated honestly and truly just messed up? They made a really poor choice and they're showing some level, uh, a good level of remorse, 
and they're willing to do what it takes for it not to happen again. You know what? Even personally, I'll have to kind of take a step back and be like, I need to consider it. I need to consider it. It's funny you, you mentioned that because I used to work in a hotel bar years ago. One of my first jobs was working in the bar in a hotel, and there was weddings every Friday or Saturday. We'd come in and just be exhausted by the end of it. Well, we came in one Saturday, and the bar manager said, oh, you can take the night off. And uh, we were like, why, what happened? He goes, well, the bride called in in tears earlier on this morning, saying that the husband-to-be couldn't keep it to it to himself anymore, and he got so guilty <laughs> that he wound up telling her that he slept with the stripper on his stag and that he didn't want to go into their relationship with this in the back of his mind. And she freaked out, cancelled the whole wedding, and and uh, mm-hmm. that didn't unfortunately go anywhere. So it's yeah, a bit of a minefield. I would say like ninety percent of the time, it's probably not salvageable. I, you know, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. But what if you're in that ten percent? Ah, uh, no, come on. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I, yeah, I do no. think it would be completely different if you had kids and a mortgage, and that must be a horrible, horrible place to be. Uh-huh. If you, you know, the person does the dirt on you, and you realize, oh my god, what's going on? But yeah, you mm-hmm. mentioned. In your in your professional experience, have you seen couples be able to come back from like what you do? Like if let's say the husband does the dirt, if the husband cheats, is your recommendation for the wife to go out and cheat? Now it's one all, and now you can go forward from there. I, you know, I never recommend eye for an eye. Uh, one of the, one of the tenets of of my work with clients is be the person you want to be with. So <laughs> that kind of recommendation, albeit it might feel really good at the time. Um, It would not probably come from my mouth. You know, listen, if you think it's salvageable, if you want to make it promote some salvageability, go get professional help. But yes, I have seen, like you said, uh, it's it's a small percentage of relationships coming back from that because infidelity is one of those really, really hard things to come back from. You know, and sometimes I question if that's the reason why open and polyamorous relationships have become a little bit more popular these days. And have you looked into, you know, why people cheat and why some people are just loyal to the ground? You know, the folks that are loyal to the ground, maybe they're folks who have a more dependent, passive nature to them. I I know that's not me. (laughs) Um, You know, and so they want to see the good in people. Maybe there's like that very, I want to say the word, use the word naive, but not in that very like negative way. But they have that naive sense of like that people are intrinsically good. And then there's folks who are like, you know, again, it, the spectrum of cheaters goes from, you know, your hardcore narcissist to the businessman who went on vacation and got seduced by this girl at the bar and had too many martinis. And it was an accident, you know, oh, not an accident. Let me take that back. It was <laughs> yeah. something that... Oh, I don't know what happened. I just kept falling on top of her. And I was like, my God. I, yeah, time and time again. You know, it was one of those... Imp- Impulsive, poorly thought out decisions that would probably not have happened if the you know perfect storm hadn't existed. And I just want to jump in there as well. Is there a difference between men and women when it comes to cheating? Wow. You know what? I got to tell you, not in my experience. Women can be a little sneakier, though, about it. You know, well, you know, they, they, they men will be quicker to tell sometimes. And I'm not saying this because I'm misogynist or anything like that. That's just kind of been my experience. But, you know, and it's limited to just me and my little corner of Brooklyn, New York. But, yeah, it's I, I do see that men eventually will, like, the guilt will get to them so much that they'll be like, oh, my God, I have to come clean with this. Where women are like, eh, let's see. Let's see how things go. <laughs> 
Wow, that's a good skill to have. They're a little bit more flippant and kind of can just compartmentalize it maybe and put that away and continue on and keep themselves busy. But I do think men will cheat quicker than a woman will. Yeah, see, I've heard this before where women are more kind of emotionally attached or tend to be more emotionally emotionally attached as as opposed to turning up at a bar, seeing a good-looking guy and just not able to resist. Whereas uh, I remember speaking to someone very close to me before who I would have thought was really loyal and he said, if a good-looking girl comes up to you when you're away or when you're out with your friends, you cannot say no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're just forced to. You're just hypnotized. Oh, please, no. (laughs) No, but doctors, don't they usually have a gun with them? And then you're like, okay, they have a gun to your head and you're like, we have to go back to yours now. And oh, nothing to do. And we have to, and we have to have sex right now or I will kill you. No, it doesn't happen like that. Listen, we all have the power of choice. Yes, we do. How are you going to use it? How are you going to use that power? Yeah, that's, that's, very, that's obviously very true. Um, don't drink the seven or eight drinks at the bar is a good choice as well, maybe to bring you back from the edge of stupidity and destroying your whole marriage so you have to lose your deposit and money for the wedding, which will have cost you an absolute fortune. The the other, the, while we have you, I hope you don't mind to say keeping you for a minute or two longer. I appreciate you giving up your no. time Friday here. Of course. What are some of the most, obviously you work with, with couples and relationships as a, as a relationship expert, right? what are some of the most common problems that you see people coming to you with in your practice? Well, what they're coming to me with versus what it is, they'll come to me with some situation that's happening in the relationship and 9.5 times out of 10, the single factor that I will find in common with all of them is a lack of communication. I find that, you know, one partner is seeing that the other partner is doing something, but that conversation is going to be difficult. So they don't have the conversation because they're scared of the reaction and they're scared of what might happen. And so there's this like, you know, you're, you're seeing the pink elephant destroying everything in the living room and you're just sitting there watching Netflix. And so it's all about, I think a lot of, I, I see a lot of the couples, if they communicated a little bit better, they would have a lot less problems. And be consistent with that communication. It's almost like any new behavior that you engage in. You could, Don't just do it for the first day or two and then be like, you know, it's not like going to the gym, you know, bench press a little bit and be like, oh, look at my chest. It's more like, you know, consistently do it to get that big chest or consistently do it to have that stronger bond with your partner. Yeah, that's really interesting because that's probably an area that I am terrible at when I'm in a relationship. I mean, I talk for a living. I have a good social life. I have loads of friends. But when I get into a relationship, when it comes to serious stuff to talk about, I avoid all the time. Well, in fairness, you will clarify when you're not happy with hemorrhoid ads going in newspapers (laughs) about you. Oh, don't get me wrong. I absolutely stand up for, you know, I'm very outspoken. I'll tell them exactly what I want and when I want it. But when it comes to serious kind of conversations about the future or that kind of stuff, I won't. I'll just avoid it. I don't know why. Well, well, because you're avoiding the discomfort that you're predicting might happen. Keep that in mind because you don't know what's going to happen. You are avoiding a predicted discomfort that may or may not even occur. You see, Doc, I always kind of I know that from a logical sense because I, you know, tried to you know read stuff on this before about you know conflict management and conflict negotiation and trying to manage that space where it's like you're just getting nervous and anxious with the imagined um, outcome that may or may not happen. But I'm always as well in back my head, one trying to talk myself around to that situation, but then kind of going, well, what if it's actually worse than what I'm imagining as well? (laughs) 
<laughs> or what if you get the outcome that you truly desire? And the only way we're going to know for sure is by jumping right into the behavior, but jumping right into the very thing that we fear. And listen, it's it's it's, it's a lot harder than it you know than it sounds, but. Not because it's a difficult thing to do. It's just because it's different from what we're used to doing. Doctor, we're Irish. <laughs> we A, don't talk about our feelings, and B, think negatively. <laughs> yeah, the life, life's never fair. It's miserable, and that's just the way it is. That has not been my experience of Irish people. Come on. <laughs> we're joking. Yeah, we have a big giant carpet that we just love to throw everything under and go, listen, let's not be dealing with <laughs> anything fine. at all. Let's just throw it in there um, and hope for the best. But uh, listen, Dr. Ortega, thanks very much for, for speaking with us here this evening and can maybe clarifying a few different positions. And if you're listening and, you know, you would like some more of um, Dr. Ortega's advice, uh, where can people, Doctor, find you online? On most social medias, it's Dr. Tony Ortega, Dr. Tony Ortega, or on my website, drtonyortega.com. Um, hit me up. I'm really uh, open to answering questions or giving any kind of suggestions whenever I can. Thank you so much. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here, barely, but you're looking for it. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Uh, joining us on the line now, you uh, if you're a fan of tattoos, there is a, a French model who was uh, 70% of her body covered in tattoos, um, but she has decided to branch out from having a large following online and wants to set up a very particular type of app to tell you more about that uh, new venture and why she wants to do it and what exactly it is. Joining us on uh, Room 104 this evening, Aurore Pariente. How are you? I'm good, and you? Thanks a million for taking our call. I mean, we were very interested when we saw this story and we'd love to know a little bit more about what you have created. What app have you set up? Oh, for instance, it's just uh, the beginning. You know, we have, not, we have not reached the goal. You know, it's not created yet, you know? Yeah. Okay, so we are just starting to... Uh, build the contract because I have some partner. Obviously, I don't do it by myself. You know, I am more the agile of the app, you know, and I have mm. some people that do this for me. So we just started and they are just published, you know, this because they, they thought it was a very good idea, you know, because nobody has done that, you know, for now. There is many uh, applications, you know, for people to meet like Tinder, uh, like stuff like that, but for tattoo people, there is nothing, you know. So I thought it was a great idea because more and more people are getting tattoo now. So you would like to build a specific, is it a dating app just for tattooed people? Yeah, but you know, that can be the chick that just have a very small tattoo and uh, the girl that's like me or the guy that just have one sleeve or a big pieces, you know. It, we we are not going to um, do that just for a small community, you know. It's not the goal, you know. It's going to be open to, I, if I can say, everybody, you know. Not really, but you know what I mean. Mm, because yeah. having a tattoo, that can mean everything and nothing, you know. You can just have a small thing and you can have the full body, you know. And why exactly did you want to maybe create something that is just specifically for people with kind of body art? Because, you know, as I told you, because it's my passion to start. I love tattoos. I love this community. And I have seen for the last four years, more and more people getting interest of tattoos, more and more people that are getting tattoos. So, you know, it, it is something that regular people do now. So I was thinking, why not, why not doing this? Why not launching this? You know, because... 
this is specialized and nobody has thought about it. Uh, have you thought of a name for it yet? Uh, no, not yet. We are we are brainstorming uh, about it, you know. It's just, you know, as I told you, it's just a few beginnings. You know? I have an idea for a name. <laughs> what Instead is of, okay, hear me out, hear me out. You know, uh, you know LinkedIn, the professional connecting website? Yeah, for sure. Just drop the L and you have inked in. Oh. Oh, that can be nice. Maybe yeah, a little bit nice. too serious, you know, but well, maybe something like that. Myself and Cormac have spoken about LinkedIn before and it's turning into a dating site. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it definitely could work. But have you ever had many people saying negative things about your body art, your tattoos? Oh, no, never. You know, if I can say... Uh, next to my modeling uh, job, I do permanent makeup. You know that? Like eyebrows, permanent eyebrows and stuff like that. So I have many types of clients, including, you know, old ladies, uh, old fashion and stuff. And even that kind of people that usually don't think that tattoos are, you know, a good idea or yeah. good people, you know, they, they love, you know on me. They tell me this is the first time I like, you know, uh, someone that is getting a tattoo. So, no, I never have any uh, negative stuff and it, it is the opposite, actually. Well, that, that's good. Can you yeah. remember, what, what was your very first tattoo? Because as, you know, as you mentioned in looking at your, oh, your tattoos, Oh, I remember 70%. because um, no, no, I remember because as you um, read in the article, uh, I did all my body pretty fast. <laughs> so, my first tattoo was my butterfly on my right Right arm. And uh, what, why that one? What does that one signify? And then how old were you? I was 30. Now I'm 32. Okay, so you've done it all in such a short space of time. Are you going to continue on tattooing your body? No, it is finished. You know, people think it is very surprising because they thought I was crazy, you know. People <laughs> like, you know, to have their own idea of something, you know. <laughs> so when they see someone getting tattooed like that, you know, they think I am never going to stop, you know. But I had, I pretty had in mind what I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to make my body beautiful and not hiding it, you know. And the thing um, that I like is when you can see clearly different pieces that you have. Otherwise, you know, I think it is blurred and everything is uh, mm. confused, you know. But that's, that's just my opinion. <laughs> I didn't realise you've, you've gotten all of that done. I said about 70% of your artwork and your body art has been done in the last two years. Like that's Yeah, that's... I wanted to, you know, there is also another reason that I wanted to be self-confident in my body before doing such permanent thing, you know. And before I was not. So I was afraid doing shit for shit reasons. <laughs> Fair enough. Where's Sorry, the source? I say shit. <laughs> no, oh, that's fine. Okay. We're late night. It's good. <laughs> where did you Where did you say the sorest place was to what? get a tattoo on your body? My hand. I have the inside that is tattooed. The the palm of your hand is it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, it is horrible because you have all the nerves here, you know, and. Yeah. So the tattoo stays well. You see the part of the body that you have to very, very tattoo, very deep, very strong. Otherwise, it does not stay, you know, because you always wash your hands and stuff like that, you know. And it's been five years. Uh, no, sorry, two years. And it's still here. I've never seen anyone with a tattoo on the palm of their hands before. Yeah, because, um, because most of the time, I'm sorry to say that, but it's like the finger. Most tattoo artists are not specialized. You need to be specialized to, right, yeah. to, to tattoo that kind of part. You know, it's like permanent makeup. You cannot tattoo a finger like you tattoo, for example, you know, the leg or, or an arm, you know, because the skin is not the same. So 
that's why, you know, all the saturacists say, I am not going to do this because it doesn't stay. It's just because they doesn't know how to do it well, you know. <laughs> because my fingers are more than okay. Yeah, no, it looks, it looks amazing. Cool. So any idea of the timeline when this app that could be developed, you know, for matchmaking and, and connecting people who have tattoos, any idea of when there might be like a first version out? Mm, I, will be, um, I will be sure Monday or Tuesday because we're going to have a big brainstorming, you know, about it. Because we decided this like maybe one week or two weeks ago, you know. Yeah. So it is really brand new, so I have no idea, but it can be very quick, actually. I, I think it's going to do very well. Yeah, yeah. I am 100% sure it's going to work. 100% sure, really. Because, you know, we're going we're gonna to make it like, like I said before, seems like it's for everybody. Because when I asked my followers if they thought it was a good idea before we launched the ID, you know, I just did like um, ask the question, you know, to have some advice of people if they think it's a good idea or not and all people were like why only tattoo people and stuff because they were afraid it's going to be too close you know and it's not it's got, it's not going to be like that you know it's not it's not the idea you know all right okay so monday or tuesday we could have a launch of um, maybe it won't be inked in but who knows you can add that to the brainstorming wall and see if you get any further um, um with that but uh, for people who maybe um want to check out your instagram profile i know you've like several like more than a million and a half followers up there what is your instagram handle and then people will be able to kind of follow you there and check out when the app is out aurore pariente my name my surname perfect so perfect. listen if you want to check it out if you want to check out aurore pariente one of the best sounding names i think we've ever had on this show anyway you've you've won that ah. title go uh, check it out you can see the tattoos and the body art that she has done and also be kept in the loop on when this uh, new matchmaking tinder style app just for tattooed people will be out but uh, Aurora thanks a million for popping on FM 104 this evening and we will talk to you again soon oh for sure you have been very nice to me FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon it's Room 104 it's Cormac and Saoirse here and it's time to talk about I suppose the greatest animal of all time it's not a cat as much as Saoirse would like to try and get you to believe it's of course a dog yeah and I do love dogs and I've always said that but because I'm in an apartment I have to have a cat because no dogs are allowed but they are loyal to the ground uh, that's it as well and I know a lot of people who listen to this show are massive massive dog lovers if, you, if you're uh, you know if you've got yourself a dog um, you know if you're obviously driving home right now you can't obviously do this but if you have a dog uh, drop us in a text how do you actually know that your dog loves you what's the one thing that your specific dog would do that would let you know you see see a cat would never do this a cat would just push things off the top shelf smash things to bits and make my life a living hell your dog wouldn't actually do that drop us a whatsapp 0876797104 but when we're talking about how do you know if a dog like really loves you or is it just something that they do randomly um, a group from the canine cottages over in the UK decided to investigate this and do some serious research into trying to figure out do they love you and how do we know is there any biological signs or I wouldn't say psychological science because we can't sit down and do therapy with them but joining us now from the canine cottages to talk a little bit more about that research and delve into it a little bit more is mr david white david how are things yes very well thank you very well how about yourself yeah yeah we're doing great doing good um do dogs really love us and how do you know oh of course dogs love us um i think we've always known that i mean i'm a dog owner myself um and 
you know, as, as an owner, we, we always presume, we always think and that they love us, but we've gone off and, and actually uh, proved it. Um, we, we essentially tracked the different heart rates of dogs um, every time we told them that they love them, and what we found is that their heart rate increases for around about 46 beats per minute. Um, so I think that, that's proof. What we've essentially done is we've just run a, a study um, which we released earlier this week. Um, essentially what we did is we worked with vets. Uh, we took numerous dogs um, and we fitted them with, with heart rate monitors. Um, and it was it was that data that we found. So when we, we essentially trialled the dogs in two different scenarios, when we're cuddling them and when we're telling them that we love them. So what we found is that when we tell them that we love them, their heart rate increases for around about four to six beats per minute, meaning that the dog's quite excited, that the dog is replicating and feeling back to its owner. Interestingly, when you're cuddling them, you'll see a decrease in 22 beats per minute, meaning that they feel super relaxed and chilled around your your, your kind of uh, company. So that's that's what we're taking as, as proof that dogs do, in fact, love their owners. That's mad. So they're actually having biological changes to even the sounds and the words they're hearing and when they're getting the, the physical connection from humans. Exactly that, yeah, exactly that. You don't get that with cats here. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. No, you don't get that with cats. Are there specific breeds of dogs that kind of, I guess, relate to us a little bit better than others? Um, So, I mean, we trialled it over numerous different dogs. So we had everything from the Cockapoo, Cavapoo to to Jack Russells. Um, And if I'm honest, you know, different size of dogs, their their kind of heart rates beat at different minutes and they obviously have a different temperament to to different dogs. But looking at the results, there was a similarity across across all the kind of breeds that we tested. So I think it's just something in, in in their raw DNA. Um, I don't think it's a, a kind of breed by breed basis. I think you know if you if you uh, if you have a dog and then you love your dog, I think that they do replicate that that, that kind of love back, um, no no matter what their breed. Um, yeah, I think so. And again, you, there's probably no even point in doing this with cats because they just would. I think you just get them to fall asleep or just be angry and, and not not do anything. But I suppose dogs have nearly evolved with humans over like thousands and thousands of years. So imagine, yeah, as you said, there's probably 
something ingrained in both dogs and us that we're, we're, we're good teammates, we're good partners? Well, I think so. And I think what was actually really interesting as well is as part of doing this study, we decided to track the heart rate of, of humans when they see their dog. So imagine you've been um, out shopping or you've, you've been in the office at work and you've come in and, and you've greeted your dog. We actually tracked different heart rates on humans as well. And interestingly enough, our heart rates increased around about 10.4%. Not as much of a dog, so like I said, they're 46, but, but still, there's, there's definitely a correlation there. So oh, as wow. we get excited to see our dogs, they get super excited to see us. So um, there's, there's clearly something there. So it's a good thing to own a pet dog. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100% it's a good thing to own a dog. Um, I don't think well, I don't think many people would disagree with that. Uh, no, definitely. I mean, it's good to hear now that there's been some scientific evidence backing up the fact that obviously, you know, my dog is a man's best friend. That not only do we intuitively know it, but, you know, David and the rest of his crowd has gone to actually to the to the effort of measuring heart rates to say, actually, look at this. This is ridiculous. And listen, before we let you go, thanks a million, obviously, for popping on, David. We do we'd appreciate it and appreciate all the work that you've done. Was there anything else, apart from, obviously, the human heart rate kind of increasing, was there anything else interesting that you found from the, the study overall with the dogs that you did recently? I think, uh, yeah, well, as part of the study as well, we actually worked with, with vets and we, we asked um, we asked vets, um, you know, what, what kind of, uh, what kind of signs, physical signs, can a dog show to prove that they are loving you? And, and one thing that really stood out to me is uh, destroying your stuff. Apparently, uh, believe it or not, this is in fact a, a sign of love. So if a dog steals and chews your belongings to get your attention, it's doing it because they, they're missing you and they want to be around something that, that is, you know, represents you and smells like you. So there you go. If a dog destroys your stuff, don't get too mad. It's only a sign of love. <laughs> <laughs> like, in fairness, we just have to just give dogs free reign, take over our lives, because they just give you those puppy dog eyes after that happens. And you, you, you can't be angry with them. Oh, no. No, you can't be angry at them. You can't be angry at puppy dog eyes, not a chance. So, um, yeah, no, no, I couldn't agree more. That's ridiculous. Now, I know if you've had your house taken apart by the dog in the last day or two, you mightn't, <laughs> you mightn't be too accommodating to hear, no, 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 they just love you. Don't worry about it. Maybe your couch has been destroyed and the bin has been all over the kitchen. But that's fascinating. That's mad to hear that. It's nearly like a bold child acting out, looking for attention any way you can get it. It's kind of like what you did, Saoirse, as a 15-year-old. Yeah, a lot like I did as a 15-year-old. And then again, as a 31-year-old. <laughs> yes, yeah, going on. <laughs> Um, but listen, uh, David White, thanks a million for popping on from uh, Canine Cottages, giving us a little bit of an insight and scientific insight into how dogs are physically and emotionally reacting to humans and how we do it as well. It is, I know you've put up some of this stuff and findings online. Where's the best place for someone to find that? If you um, if you go to caninecottages.co.uk or if you just type in Canine Cottages Doggy Devotion into, into Google, you'll see all the information online there. Brilliant, brilliant. Canine Cottages Doggy Devotion. Thanks a million, David, for popping on. And uh, listen, if you have any other groundbreaking dog research, we'll be delighted to talk to you again. Oh, thank you very much for having me. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.